since at least the late 1960s, there has existed an alternative to the present and past mainstream of radio, known as Freeform, a microcosm of the establishment, presented in a microcosmos of information and entertainment, in a certain unique timelessness. That ethos continues to flourish since the 1980s on the internet. Now it's 19th year online, here is Radio Crystal Blue. alive. Come on, Charlie Brown. I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Hold it? Ha! You'll pull it away and I'll land flat on my back and kill myself. But Charlie Brown, it's Thanksgiving. What's that got to do with anything? Well, one of the greatest traditions we have is the Thanksgiving Day football game. And the biggest, most important tradition of all is the kicking off of the football. Is that right? Absolutely. Come on, Charlie Brown. It's a big honor for you. Well, if it's that important, a person should never turn down a big honor. Maybe I should do it. She wouldn't try to trick me on a traditional holiday. This time I'm gonna kick that football clear to the moon! <laughs> Isn't it peculiar, Charlie Brown, how some traditions just slowly fade away? And told a joke about the founding fathers they all thought was rude. After me, two ladies wave vaginas dancing round the room. That's how it rolls in New York. I did a gig in New York. 
yellow cab back to the hotel in a daze. Next day got up to go and watch the Macy's Day Parade as Charlie Brown pursued that football all the way down 34th. I thought, hang on, I'm in New York. And I did a gig in New York. Okay, it didn't work out like I thought it would. It's a story I will tell a million times and not get bored about the gig I did in New York. So if you do a gig in New York, don't get upset if it don't work out exactly as you thought. Just remember, you'll remember one simple fact for. Tequila 
these damn things every day I was there. You gotta try this. Here, go ahead. Eat it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Mmm. 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 That is incredible, Jab. <laughs> You know what this reminds us of? Mm. You know what this? Mm. It reminds us of Jenny and Jenny down by the river. Hmm? Oh my God! You're right. Am I right? Am I right? Hmm? Oh, the water! Hmm? 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 It should be a while before I see Dr. Death So it would sure be nice if I could get my breath Well, I'm not the crying nor the whining kind Till I hear the whistle of the 309 Of the 309 Of the 309 Put me in my box on the 309 Take me to the depot, put me to bed Blow an electric fan on my gnarly old head Everybody take a look, see I'm doing fine Then load my box on the 309 On the 309 on the 309 Put me in my box On the 309 Sweet baby, 
Kiss me hard Draw my bath water Sweep my yard Give a drink of my wine To my Jersey cow I wouldn't give a hoot in hell For my journey now On the 309 On the 309 I hear the sound Of a railroad train The whistle blows And I'm gone again It will take me higher Than a Georgia pine Stand back children It's a 309 It's a 309 It's a 309 Put me in my box On a 309 Chicken in the pot and turkey in the corn Ain't felt this good since Jubilee morn Talk about luck, well I got mine Asthma coming down like a 309 <sighs> Write me a letter, sing me a song Tell me all about it, what I did wrong Meanwhile, I will be doing fine Then load my box on the 309 On the 309 On the 309 Gonna get out of here on the 309 
The sudden bull and gall And the general, he don't ride well anymore Now Custer split his men Well, he won't do that again Cause the general, he don't ride well anymore Twelve thousand warriors waited They were unanticipated And the general, he don't ride well anymore It's not called an Indian victory But a bloody massacre And the general, he don't ride well anymore There might have been more enthusing if us Indians had been losing, but the general, he don't ride well anymore. General George A. Custer, all oh, his yellow hair had luster, but the general, he don't ride well anymore. For now the general's silent, he got barbered violent. And the general, he don't ride well anymore Oh, the general, he don't ride well anymore takes a berry of black and red 
and an eagle's feather from the eaglet's bed. And he makes bird track marks. And the marks on the leaves, they say, carry messages to his brother far away. And his brother knows what's in his heart. They see these marks and they understand the truth in the heart of the far off man. The enemies can't hear them, said Sequoia's father. Son, they weave bad medicine on these talking leaves. Leave such things to them. Then Sequoia, walking lightly, followed his father quietly. But so amazed was he. If the white man talks on leaves, why not the Cherokee? Vanished from his father's face, Sequoia went from place to place, but he could not forget year after year he worked on and on till finally he cut into stone the Cherokee. Sequoia's hair by now was white. His eyes began to lose their sight, but he taught all who would believe that the Indians' thoughts could be written down just as the white man's. There on the ground and he left us these talking leaves Jump Porter told me he saw her outside his window dancing on one night. He got a feeling she was dancing with his father. But when he asked her, 
she told him he was right When the red man goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash Father Time they forever and to make it look like lustful lightning flash Violin boy and two fiddles, two iconic symbols crash When the red man goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash They called her coal miner's daughter. The man in black was what they called him. She come from old butcher holler. He could hear that train coming, coming around the bend. When the red man was dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash. Father Time take forever and make it look like less than a lightning flash. Violin's boy to federal, two iconic symbols crash. And the red man goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash. Like a song into the ether, like a soul into the John Carter, he told me he saw her She was out there dancing again And then the very next night Madeline goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash. Father Time take forever and to make it look like less than a lightning flash. Violins bow and two fiddle, two iconic symbols crash. When the red Lynn goes dancing with the ghost of Johnny Cash, the ghost of Johnny Cash. have held your head high and told all your friends of your Indian claim proud good lady and proud good man your great-great-grandfather from Indian blood sprang and you feel in your heart for these ones oh it's written in books and in songs that we've been Treated and wrong. Well, over and over I hear the same words from you, good lady, and you, good man. Well, listen to me if you care where we stand and you feel you're a part of these ones. When a war between nations is lost, the loser we know. Oh 
come about, Uncle Sam? Or are you still taking our lands? A treaty forever George Washington signed. He did, dear lady, he did, dear man. And the treaty's being broken by Kim's or Dam. And what will you do for these ones? Oh, it's all in the past. But it's still going on here today. The government now wants the Iroquois land, that of the Seneca and the Cheyenne. It's here and it's now, you must help us, dear man. Now that the buffalo's gone. There's a fantastic first-person-based documentary, which I believe may have aired on public television some years back, but uh, one I found, which you can find uh, yourself on YouTube, a uh, little 15-minute deal called We Hold the Rock, and it tells the story, one of the many similar stories, about the occupation of Alcatraz Island which took place in late 1969, in fact, just about 50 years ago this month. A group that called themselves Indians of All Tribes. The takeover was done to protest federal laws that contradicted historic land treaties with the Indians and uh, aimed to destroy American Indian cultures, including the right of tribes to self-govern. This occupation was the first of its kind, and inspired Native Americans to fight for their civil rights, as well as expose their issues to the public. This occupation was forcibly ended in late 71, but was successful in many other ways, publicizing the American Indian Civil Rights Movement, and fueled the American Indian Movement to occupy 74 more federal facilities, culminating in the occupation of Wounded Knee, on the Pine Ridge Reservation of the Oglala Sioux in South Dakota in 1973. And this demonstration initiated major changes in government laws regarding American Indian land claims and their right to tribal self-rule. One of the members of the uh, occupation movement was a Santee Sioux from Nebraska who was relocated to the Bay Area with his wife and two kids by the name of John Trudell. And he began a radio program on the island, appropriately called Radio Free Alcatraz. It was conceived to give a voice to the voiceless minority of Native Americans. And it was December 22nd, 1969, when the public radio affiliate KPFA began its first live broadcast from Alcatraz under John's direction. He used uh, equipment that was borrowed and donated. The program was originating from the main cell block building there and were carried live by the Pacifica network, which consisted of just three stations. That one, KPFA in Berkeley, KPFK in Los Angeles, and the renowned WBAI in New York. And each episode began with the song that you heard last in this segment, Buffy Saint-Marie's Now That the Buffalo's Gone. 
The series of news reports on the Indians in the occupation was recorded and uh, broadcast for a period of months. And my understanding is that Pacific Radio has archives uh, that hold several dozen of those episodes. Just while you hear of this music at the beginning of this program I call Radio Crystal Blue and reflecting in general about the plight of the American Indian, Native Americans, if you will, among the thoughts surrounding what we call in the States Thanksgiving. It's a curious, uh, dubious, really, a sort of holiday in American tradition, though truly a, based on the Native tradition that isn't necessarily Native as it is much British. But the real story of the first Thanksgiving is kind of challenging because it didn't exactly take place in uh, New England. In fact, it took place in Virginia, at least according to Virginians. Apparently uh, a little more than a year before those pilgrims ever set foot on New England soil, some English settlers led by a captain, uh, John Woodliffe, landed at today's Berkeley Plantation, some 24 miles southwest of Richmond. After they arrived on the shores of the James River, they got on their knees and gave thanks for their safe passage. Apparently a guy named John Smythe had stumbled on a cache of Berkeley Plantation documents. Originally published by the State Library of New York in 1899, the paper's significance had gone undetected. The sentence of Captain Woodliffe latched onto this history, along with the then-current owner of Brooklyn Plantation, Malcolm Jameson. And Jameson, with the help of their descendants, instituted the first Virginia Thanksgiving Festival, and it's been celebrated ever since. And so they indeed believe that theirs was the first and truly proper Thanksgiving. And yet, there were earlier records Spaniards and French Huguenots and English colonies in Maine giving thanks to to the Christian God for their survival and well-being. Modern Virginia historians consider this the first official Thanksgiving, though there are no existing records that show just how the colonists had celebrated or if they did it more than once. Frankly, the any celebration would have been short-lived because that settlement in Berkeley was destroyed in 1622, a year after the first celebration at Plymouth Rock. So, it's still rather debatable, I guess, after all these years. Nevertheless, the traditions of sorts continue. But then we get into a little uh, personal history for yours, truly, because I went through my own... Um, ancestry records, and I wanted to get a little more clear about some names and things, and I used the help of this uh, free website called Wikitree, wikitree.com, to fill in some names and also to get a little clearer, basically. I had, I've long wanted to get the uh, DNA tests uh, done so I can uh, figure out who's who and what's what, and I haven't done it yet, but it's on my list of things to do to uh, uh, be sure about uh, people that came before me, in this life anyway. I came across a name in the ancestry that I 
had read of, but he really didn't investigate. And that just opened a whole thing for me. The name Isam Isha came to light. Sometimes referred to as Isam Price, daughter-in-law of a widow Price of Northampton, and born supposedly in 1701, died in 1787, in the town known as Monacan Town in North Farham, Richmond County, daughter of Trader Thomas Marshall and Isongiaciono, Americanized or Anglicized to be referred to as Betsy Ann, the successor of Kokosk, uh, wife of Trader Jenkins Price and the mother of Daniel Price and Ishaw Pounds. And it's the Pounds family that I had known about for a long time, being connected with my family, which more directly are the Roten line. The Champions married into the Rotens, and it was Pounds that had married into the Champion line. And I just don't know anything regarding Issam Ishaw, but apparently Issam was from Bear Mountain, Amherst County in Virginia, and Amherst County, well, actually Bear Mountain, is the headquarters of the Monacan tribe. And I remember when I got my ancestry details on paper from who I believe is a second cousin, the last name Simmons, uh, in uh, Georgia, there was possibility of there being some Native American uh both in there, but just didn't know quite know who it was, and so now I figured maybe this is the the link to that. There's a lot of loose details and unsubstantiated uh, details regarding the DNA stuff, which may trace uh, Isam back here and there. One source suggests Galatian or Iberian, as in Spain, Old Spain, and here in the state side puts Isam as. Uh, one of the uh, folks as part of the Monacan tribe who married a trader, someone who uh, dealt with land and flipped it and so forth. One such person uh, researching suggests that Pounds were England and New Spain connected back to Iberia via New Spain and meshing with a group or a subgroup culturally called Pardo, P-A-R-D-O, and still figuring all that out. And the Suan word Minican or Minican actually refers to Hempfields. So we have that. <laughs> and outside of that, apparently there's record, some record of an Isim Pound marrying uh, John Pounds IV or possibly Samuel Pounds. And I just don't know. I know that there's a whole thing with the Suan and Pamunkey tribes. They believe they chose to live on the other side of the river and not the same side. So maybe they were rivals in some way. And I had also watched with uh, DJ Flowerdove, who is the uh, producer of this program, reading about the, um, and, and watching more about the actual myth and story behind the myth, the known myths of uh, that whom we know as Pocahontas. And it's published by the Smithsonian, and it's uh, something else you can find on YouTube. And actually ties uh, Pocahontas to the Pamunkey tribe, who only recently got recognized 
federally as a tribe. With such movement to keep uh, Indians out of America and actually take the reservations away and and all this. And not a lot of this stuff actually was fought over back in the 1920s and that continued until the 70s. And certainly with the impact of the occupation of Alcatraz, things really did start to turn around even ever slowly. But there has been some movement, enough of it so, at the state level as well as federally to make these tribes actually recognized officially so that they can keep their culture and, more importantly, their land. There's still so much I'm trying to uncover with this Isan Isha person. I know there are some references to something called Melungeons, people who were, uh, in, in essence, triracial. Some who had mixed Iberian, that is uh, Spanish, and were Portuguese, as well as African origin, along with the um, Europeans who had settled here for some time in colonial America. Still making sense of it all. But I'll let you know how that goes, and we'll see where we end up. Lots to read about, and well, hey, I will get that DNA test eventually. And we'll see what happens, I'll let you know what uh, may come of that. Lots to figure out in this show, which I'm recording in mid to late November 2019 in this show's 20th anniversary year on the web. This program consistently giving you music from established as well as up-and-coming, mostly touring performing artists in a rather unique freeform kind of format. This show you can download, stream, and share in full. More of the more common podcast locations include Anchor.fm. You can also hear the show through Spotify, Apple Music, and whatever version of iTunes they have these days. And uh, many of the links you can find at the homepage and the landing page at RadioCrystalBlue.net. You can also find me, uh, Dan, at RadioCrystalBlue.net, being the uh, email address, of course. And on Twitter, at RadioCBLUE. And if you have Siri, you can also ask Siri to play Radio Crystal Blue. Don't know if it works with Alexa, but maybe you can try that, too. <laughs> uh, chances are, if um, you do try that um, way of uh, accessing the show, it may well bring up the uh, RSS feed, which is always updated, giving you the latest programs, which may also include Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo alongside, because that show is separate, but it's part of the feed, and those shows are a lot more focused and giving you the very latest music from the artists you hear on this, the uh, main program itself, along with some uh, other new stuff that finds its way into the um, virtual and uh, physical mailbox. I'll tell you more about uh, how to send music to me for airplay consideration late in this program. This show you're listening to is, let's see, what number are we up to here? It's uh, 800-something, I think. 846, I think, we're up to now. Lots to get to, as I've advertised in, uh, elsewhere in social media and on the website. And uh, I actually want to continue with more of the um, story with this opening music, as there was a uh, deliberate Johnny Cash reference with some of this, and that bears some explanation, as you figure. A 1964 concept album, the 20th album released by Johnny, it's one of several... Americana Records that he did, which focuses on the history of Native Americans 
in the States and their problems. Johnny believed that his ancestry included Cherokee, which partly inspired his work on this recording. The songs addressing the harsh and unfair treatment of the indigenous peoples of North America by Europeans. Two of the songs deal with 20th century issues affecting the Seneca and Pima peoples. It was considered controversial and rejected by some radio stations and fans. But it's endured. Peter Tears, Ballads of the American Indian. And in thinking about this, I had found that there was a tribute album released in 2014 called Look Again to the Wind. Johnny Cash's Bitter Tears Revisited, with the vocals by Nancy Blake, the assistance of Emmy Lou Harris, Gillian Welch, and David Rawlings, a tune called The Talking Leaves from the album. Before Buffy Saint Marie, we heard Todd Snyder, the ghost of Johnny Cash. From the album Cash Cabin Sessions, Volume 3, ToddSnyder.net, Todd Snyder on Twitter. And we heard Johnny's tune Custer from the Bitter Tears album. And there too is uh, something curious. Johnny, as I mentioned, believed he had some Cherokee ancestry, but he later learned his ancestry was limited to the British Isles, English, Scots, Scots-Irish, and Irish. Peter Lafarge wrote several of the songs, including the song that you heard, and Peter's own history is kind of unique because he had um, he had worked with uh, Dylan among a number of artists and uh, sadly died in the mid-60s, uh, which may have been due to a stroke or possibly uh, through uh, something called Thorazine, sadly. And there's a lot with this album I could share with you, Phil. Peter's song, Custer, mocks the popular veneration of General Custer as he was overwhelmingly defeated in part to his own errors, by Lakota warriors at Little Bighorn. And uh, speaking of Buffy St. Marie, she had sung a version of this song in concert as titled Custer's Song. And uh, Johnny had re-recorded the opening track of that album, As Long As The Grass Shall Grow, decades after the release of the album. He released it on Unearthed, with lyrics altered to express his devotion to his wife, June Carter Cash. The track recorded as a duet between them one of their final recorded duets. And I also found this track here called Like the 309, which was among his very last recordings from the album American Five, A Hundred Highways, with Rick Rubin in the producer's chair. Johnny's reference to turkey and corn is heard in the uh, Twin Peaks clip there. From the movie Fire Walk With Me. Some traditional stuff that I give you for the holiday. Lara Herskovich. Tequila. Over Turkey. From her album There. Very well written song. Lampooning the holiday itself. And another guilty pleasure here from MJ Hibbett. Now pretty much a staple. This tune called I Did a Gig in... New York, and the story from MJ goes like this per his website. He says, It's a completely true story. Apart from the fact I realized that we'd be landing in New York a couple weeks before he set off, but other than that, factually accurate. I thought of writing it in early 2007 and wrote out some notes on the structure, but only sat down to do it in July when I wanted to have a go 
at writing a song specifically for my exciting solo album. Out came the ukulele and, hello, came the words. Gently forming in my brain whilst walking about, going to the gymnasium, or mostly sitting on the tube until mid-July it was done. The original notes had it being bookended by a bit about the chap that wanted me to write a book, and before I went, said the terrible gig that I had yet to do would be a good introduction, but that would have meant starting on a bit of a downer, so I stuck with a cheery vibe you see before you. It was one of the first songs to get recorded, too, with the Bodron being done in the back of Charlie's van. We played the song together for a bit with me on ukulele, then I recorded him on his own. When I got home, sliced it together into the rhythm track. <laughs> well, this uh, track, I did a gig in New York, is from a very limited edition disc, which, um, since I've seen better days, called A Million Ukuleles. Rather good album, this one is. MJ Hibbet. Dot com, M-J-H-I-B-B-E-T-T dot com. M-J Hibbett on the Twitter. And that little bit that opens this program is lifted from a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman with you again in being mid-November and giving you this music for the time of the year and reminding you in a bit of a program notes, I've got two more shows beyond this one for the year. Looks like it'll be early December. Around the first week of December, we'll have another dose of uh, this show. And then the big holiday one, early to mid-December, which will be the final one. And certainly of a, a holiday nature. And I am still taking inquiries for appropriate music for the year. Which, of course, it's too easy to spin classics. But would love to hear contemporary versions of classics. And, of course... Originals are certainly welcome, especially those that are artists who are, of those who um, profess and call themselves indie or emerging and the like. Looking forward to that, and you know how I do if you've been listening for all these years, and you know what to expect, but sometimes you may have to expect the unexpected too. <laughs> uh, I will uh, see what comes across my virtual desk here as we get into the uh, end stages of this uh, calendar year 2019. Once again, email is dan at radiocrystalblue.net. Twitter is Radio CBLUE. Lots of cover on this show, and we'll get right into it from a duo, principal duo, which is now primarily one half of that duo, and a newer version of the group. Now a full-fledged band and injecting new life in the old songs and uh, focusing Phil on the most recent album with the duo. They've been around since the 1970s. And a real full track from the album Naked called Out on the Road Again. It's from Aztec Two-Step. Pushing doors at the other end 
Till walls, TV screens, wake up calls and shattered dreams. Out on the road again, pushing towards the other end. Out on the road, take me home again. Every time I leave her, finding that I need her more and more, more. Out on the road again, pushing towards the other end. Out on the road, take me home again. Oh, here I go. Thinking about what might have been. Colored lights, highway signs, an endless stream of long white lines. Out on the road again, side by side through thick and thin. Out on the road again, take me home. My sight, too many voices in my ear. Too much of daytime, take me to the night. 
Where the truth goes walking out beside the fear These conversations we have in the dark They rattle through the empty in my soul You're my salvation, you have struck a spark Now I'm following a trail I thought was cold How did one so young become so wise? I think you've opened up my eyes And if you and I go wandering down the days imagining We will find the things that we hold dear Like the shadows on the snow Like the light this time of year Like the birds that never go I had my contribution to the den Till I wake up sweating And I find to my surprise That I can't go out the door that I came in That old temptation It roots me to the spot I can't imagine giving up the game You're my inspiration You show me what I've got Though you call it by a dozen different names How did one so young become so wise? I think you've opened up my eyes And if you and I go wandering down the days imagining We will find the things that we hold dear Like the shadows on the snow Like the light this time of year Like the birds that never go Like the words that bring me to you Much delusion, dressed up as delight, where there's too much phony science being sold. I'm in confusion. Take me to the night where the foolish go out walking with the bold. This course correction, it might be into the wind, but you somehow make my worrying absurd. You're my connection. Where all songs begin And I hope I've got a few you haven't heard Oh, how did one so young become so wise I think you've opened up my eyes And if you and I go wandering down the days imagining We will find the things that we hold dear Like the shadows on the snow Like the light this time of year Like the birds that never go 
first star to appear Like the coming of the dawn Like the running of the deer Like love's old sweet song With the world
children was from Georgia Rebecca liked to sew Jordan had two big cats One named Cash and one named Crow Lonely nights and sad songs Remind me of so much Like Diane's crooked tooth Steffi's gentle touch My heart hums like a jukebox Where their music never fades And all of my lovers Old records still play
what would you give for a 40-acre farm? Farmhouse and livestock, orchards by the barn. We'll throw in the plow and the car. Who's done bidding on this farm? It's going once, going twice, sold. It's going once, going twice, sold. Charlie Bond near Tarsdale got it for a song. Martha had nine children there, one more came along. But dreams don't stretch out that far. Do I hear a thousand fall this farm? It's going once, going twice, sold. It's going once, going twice, sold. beans and corn in the field out back but they just couldn't sell enough to pay off the tax telling the kids was pretty hard we'll make it two thousand for this farm it's going once going twice sold it's going once going twice sold was not in the cards they used a horse and plow and in the shadow of billy penn they raised chickens and cows but in the end they stood there arm in arm do i hear three thousand fall this farm it's going once going twice sold it's going once going twice sold
is Rising Appalachia Harmonize, track two from the recent release called Leylines Leah's song with vocals, banjo, and bodron Chloe Smith with guitar, fiddle, and banjo 
David Brown on baritone guitar and standard bass. Biko Cassini with the world music influence percussion. And also Arona Diara with the talking drum. And Duncan Wickle with the fiddle and the cello. RisingAppalachia.com, RisingApp, A-P-P, on Twitter. Already into the second half of their North American tour, approaching the East Coast, and some of the upcoming shows ahead, including these. November 23rd, a sold-out show already at Levon Helm Studios in legendary Woodstock, New York. November 24th at Brighton Musical in Alston, Mass. November 25th at Higher Ground in South Burlington, Vermont. November 26th at L'Astral in Montreal. November 27th at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto. November 29th at the Bowery Ballroom in New York. Then into January, several shows in the state of Florida. I understand that they're doing some VIP pre-show events. Opportunity to get deeper into the world of the bands and join in conversation with them before they take the stage. And they will hold VIP events at nearly all of their upcoming concerts this fall and winter. Packages that include early entry into the venue, access to a, an intimate pre-show acoustic performance, and conversation with the band, as well as exclusive merch. 10% of all VIP ticket proceeds will go to an organization called Honor the Earth, a nonprofit which uses indigenous wisdom, music, art, and the media to raise awareness and support for indigenous environmental issues. They also have teamed up with North Carolina-based corporation Gaia Herbs in support of their Action Days VIP event, as well as community outreach on this continuing album release tour. We heard once again from the River Drivers checking in from Philly, soon called Going Once from their new album Big Oak Road. This is a Celtic Americana quartet with roots in Ireland, inspired by family stories passed down to frontwoman Mindy Murray by her father. This album dedicated to him and his memory. Website is theriverdrivers.com and the River Drivers on Twitter. They did their CD release concert in the city of Trenton in October. They have a show coming up at the Philadelphia Folk Song Society. EFS venue, and that's on November the 23rd, coming right up. Band made up of Kevin McCloskey, Minnie Murray, Marianne Moran, and Megan Rattini. Produced by Richard Hartline and Tom Murray of Tulipomania. And before River Drivers, we heard the Julian Taylor Band, Never Let the Lights Go Dim, from his album, or their album, titled Avalanche. JulianTaylorMusic.ca Jay Taylor Band on the Twitter. Great combination of sound with funk, soul, and rock. And they're heading back to Ontario, it looks like. A recent highlight for them is that they were selected as an official artist at Americana Fest 2019 and opening up for Keb Moe at one of the locations for the City Winery music venue. Some of their upcoming fall tour dates in Ontario include these. November 28th at the Overflow Brewery in the capital city of Ottawa. November 29th at Neat Cafe in Burnstown. November 30th at Red Dog in Peterborough. December 19th at the Horseshoe Tavern. You know where that is. December 20th at Rum Runners in London in Ontario again. And December 21st at Hartwood 
on Owen Sounds. Someone new for us is Mr. Nick Nace. Old Records. Love this tune from his solo album, Wrestling With The Mystery. NickNace.com, N-I-C-K-N-A-C-E, same spelling on Twitter. Now his path, as it turns out, started in Canada, then went to New York, and then to Nashville. Even though he was raised on a steady diet of Queen, the band, the Beatles, and even Beck, it was acting that led him to relocate from the Great White North to the Great White Way. Fresh out of high school in the late 90s, he moved to New York City to pursue acting, but it was then his musical urges began taking a greater hold of his spirit. He bought a cheap blue guitar and found himself playing in student housing halls more frequently as the months passed. He was attending acting school, but he could feel the pull to the guitar in songs he had never felt for drama. Then he heard his first, the Bob Dylan's first record, and he was struck by the rawness and energy of that album. Then he got into the Velvet Underground and liked how that album and that music had soul and honesty, and after that, pretty much stopped acting. <laughs> he would soon after form his first folk duo called A Brief View of the Hudson. They were pretty active in the scene in New York on the uh, underground level. I actually remember airing some of their music way back when. So Nick would find himself with Prime Weekly gigs and eventually recording an EP and an LP. And for a while that was enough, but he urged to grow as a songwriter and to tell new stories in new ways let him to discover that New York wasn't where he needed to be in order to move ahead. He has since toured North America as well as Ireland, including slots at the Mississippi Songwriters Festival, Dripping Springs Songwriter Festival, and even winning the Gulf Coast Songwriter Shootout. This is his debut full-length album, open-hearted and melodic, and recorded with producer John Latham, who also provided guitar and vocals to the record. Recording at Nashville's Cafe Rooster. See him next November 23rd at Lucky Penny House Concert Series in Washington, D.C. November 24th, part of the Scratcher Sessions in New York. And then January 8th will be next for him. Part of the Shake Sugary Americana Residency, which I believe is curated by one Jonathan Bird. That is at the Kraken. That's somewhere in uh, North Carolina. Before Mr. Nace, we heard Ms. Rockland, Lily Rockland. Time to Believe from the album Be Inspired. Jeff Martin on the drums, Ben Bruce on guitar. Looks like uh, Matthew D. Seal on the bass for this one. LilyRockland.com is L-I-L-I-R-O-Q-U-E-L-I-N. Same spelling on Twitter. Lily is based in New York. So she's doing a show in Cleveland on November 29th at the Brothers Lounge inside the wine bar, playing on piano and on ukulele, and being joined on acoustic for a bit by Steve Blankenship. Also heard from Buskin and Bateau. Words that bring the tear from their last album, Love Remembered, Love Forgot. Buskin and Bateau.com. B-U-S-K-I-N-A-N-D-B-A-T-T-E-A-U. Sharing billing soon with the aforementioned Aztec Two-Step, Out on the Road Again, from the album Naked. 
Aztec2step.com, Aztec underscore two-step on Twitter. The principal duo in the recordings, Neil Shulman with six and 12-string acoustics, Rex Fowler with a six-string acoustic, a lot of other folks on the album, Gary Schreiner with uh, some keys, Tad DeBrock on guitars, Doug Yowell on drums, Mike Biscaglia on the bass, Jordan Jenks on the cello, and others I don't quite know appearing on this track, too. As for some general news by them, they play next on November the 23rd, Buskin and Bateau on the bill as well, along with uh, Asic Two Steps' new five-piece band at the Spire Center for the Arts in Plymouth in Massachusetts. December 13th, they're at the Parrot Blaney Tavern in New Hartford, Connecticut. And December 21st, at the Turning Point, legendary spot in Piedmont, New York. Stephen Muddy Rose on double bass, Peter Holmeister on drums, Chris Coogan on keys, Dodie Pet on electric guitar, and Rex with lead vocal and guitar. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman with you for this show for mid-November 2019. I promise some occasional CD-focused segments with music from start to finish of great compilation and concept albums. And I've got a real good one here from my friends at Bloodshot Records, who turned 25 years old this month. I've been a fan of this label since the early 2000s and debuted Cordero in 2003. As for recent vintage, among uh, current clients, you've heard me spin music by the Bottle Rockets, Murder by Death, Vandaliers, and Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. Bloodshot consistently turns out music that hails mainly from elements of country, punk, and folk, which was something new in the early 90s, not unlike the No Depression movement. Something called Insurgent Country, which grew from this loose combination of sounds. So much music on this uh, compilation that was released for the occasion of the 25th anniversary, and I'll give you a bunch of songs from that compilation right about now, but I want to give you a little bit more about their history and why I'm sharing this with all of you. From uh, their website, this is the uh, the deal. Again, this is uh, verbatim. I quote, whether by choice or by chance, you have, in, you have entered the internet compound of Bloodshot Records, an independent record label based in Chicago. If you're brand new to the music and artists on Bloodshot, heard some nice things about them and became a bit curious or heard some scurrilous accusations that titillated the gossip monitor that lies deep within us all. We invite you to take a pause in your busy day to hang around our site a while and get to know us. We hope you like what you hear and that you'll become frequent visitors and avid fans of some truly original music. If you're an old friend and ally, we want to thank you for your ongoing support, for going out to see shows, for buying the music, for informing your friends who have inferior taste to yours in the error in their ways, and sticking with us in these times of media consolidation and homogenization. The music biz is, well, after all, a venal snake pit where innovation, creativity, and honest business practices are actively discouraged in favor of get-rich-quick, flair-of-the-month, repackaged dreck between the accountants and advertisers instead of music lovers. 
where it's working to generate page views is more important than scrappy, from-the-heart artistic expression. This racket's far from a meritocracy. We need all the help we can get, and you have our continuing gratitude. Since 1994, Bloodshot has championed the music that lurks between genres. We've always drawn, been drawn to the good stuff nestled in the dark, nebulous cracks where punk, country, soul, pop, bluegrass, blues, and rock and roll mix and mingle and mutate. We like artists who work over American roots forms with chains and velvet gloves with little regard for formality or protocol, who aren't afraid to molest and caress those forms and take music into uncharted and exciting waters. They don't listen to the tastemakers or trend watchers. Hell, most of the time, they don't even listen to us. <laughs> what we all share is a punk DIY ethic of expression. We all appreciate that music is only innovative and interesting when you're willing to take chances with to follow your instincts. By not bothering with stylistic straitjackets, we haven't made it too easy for anyone to get a solid grasp on what we do or what to call it. Sometimes, we don't even know, but that's what makes running this asylum so much fun. It's never boring. What do we call it? We call it music, buddy boy. If you want unaffected rock and roll, we got it. You want some old school honky tonk, untarnished by the stuff Nashville's chosen to promote for the last generation? We got it. Psychedelic inflected roots or catchy pop gems? Look no further. Deep, deep soul? Filter through the prism of garage or surf? Yeah, baby. You want blistering fast psychobilly or thrash grass? Yep, we got that too. We've also got hundreds of sonic variations in between. Yes, a lot of it defies are easy pigeonholing, but we think that's a strength, not a damnable quality or a marketing liability. The organic reinvention of music is what keeps music alive, and we seek out like-minded artists. Help us support this great music, won't you? The Walmartization and Kardashianing, uh, yeah, Kardashianing of America continues unabated. Small labels, independent retail, and innovative radio are becoming rarer than, a hum than humility on a cable TV reality show. The end result is less choice for the discerning music fan. We invite you to grab a frosted beverage, roam around the site, check out some new sounds, and keep an open mind. Help us fight the good fight. If you like what you hear, help spread the gospel. Support independent retailers. Call radio stations, just like the one you're listening to right now. Annoy bloggers. Bring friends to shows and help keep those struggling artists on the road. And don't assume rampant piracy and intellectual property theft don't hurt every last one of our artists. They aren't looking to make millions. They just want to make enough to bring their art to you. Fads come and go, but Harlan Howard's maxim of three chords in the truth never goes out of style. After all the time we've been doing this, we still wake up mornings, or uh, sometimes in the afternoon, excited about something we've heard, a new band we've seen, or a minor victory in the battle to dent to the world's ever-shortening attention span. From our shabby compound on a bleak stretch of Irving Park Road on the northwest side of Chicago, between the dour Serbian butcher shop and the always empty Ecuadorian restaurant, we will, with your support, continue to forge ahead an environmental hostile to the little guy and keep making music that matters. Help us keep our steel-toed boots on the throats of the forces responsible for the free-fall decline of the contemporary music scene. As Joe Strummer taught us, search out the good stuff. Go underground and don't buy what's shoved in front of you. On the roads of wisdom from those great unheralded punk rabble-rousers crass. If you don't like the rules they make, refuse to play their game. And with that long preamble, let's get into the music, why don't we? From a band I, I really don't know about, but is led by a gentleman who takes on a road trip across Americana. Taking this time along those country roads, learning some bad habits in the city. 
a man who had spent too much time alone in the forest, the prairie, the mountains, the desert, and the barroom, with a respectful nod to the old masters and a defiant scoff at the purists. His name is Wild Earp, with his band the Free-for-Alls, kicking off this compilation, Too Late to Pray, Defiant Chicago Roots, from Bloodshot Records. This is called The Last Honky Tonk in Chicago. The last honky-tonk in Chicago Today has shuttered up its doors And I know old Buck Owens would be happy That his sweetheart won't be found there anymore And all the barflies have all been rendered homeless all the cowboys are wandering the town And all the country bands have all gone down to Texas Where the decent honky-tonk still can be found So where are the honky-tonks in Chicago? Well, my friend, last one just closed down today Much of anybody, I guess the taste of Chicago just have changed. Now the blues joints are on now in the black. Now the hip hop clubs they're pumping out the beats. They got a garage of rocking on just about every city block, and all them honky tonks are shuffling down the street. Cause they closed up the honky-tonks and knocked on the door And now me and my honky-tonks boots can't drink there anymore They closed up the honky-tonks and threw away the key And I can't find much anybody to do the two-step with me
am a big town They're the monsters on the prowl Banging round Crashing round Hanging in the air There's trouble everywhere Tear me down Tear me down Tear me down Here lies happiness Dangling from a tree With my fingers, man, it's everywhere This is so easy Searchlights on a rooftop Pick out all the promise in my hands Stretching out to the horizon I have the gift, I have the plans I am a big town There are monsters on the prowl Banging round Crashing round Hanging in the air There's trouble everywhere Tear me down Tear me down Tear me down Well, change can happen suddenly Sometimes it just creeps up on you In the blood-soaked back streets of a memory Move along, there's nothing here for you But the lame duck man is hiding secrets That must find their time and then They come hard and they go bubbling down the gutters Into buildings he condemned I am a big town I am an old town I am a big town There are monsters on the prowl Banging round, crashing round Hanging in the air Well, there's money everywhere Shut me down, close me down
Until my needs were satisfied My needs had grown up pounds or pound Now be at peace when they lay me down When they lay me down someday my soul will rise and fly away This old world will turn Ain't fair it seems It's filled with tears and broken dreams There are no tears where I am bound I'll be at peace when they lay me down
Well, there you have the family goals. And the latest effort of theirs called The Sun Is Going Down. Nice original honky tonk, led by Benjamin Miles on vocals and acoustic, Michelle Morales with upright bass and backing vocals, Jeff Yonkis on fiddle, Seth Bone on drums, Gerald Bailey on the trumpet. Nice background of inspiration ranging from Mississippi Delta Blues and Cajun Country to Hillbilly and 1940s era honky tonk classics on the web at thefamilygold.com. Brandon Kelly and the Wandering Birds, a tune called Lay Me Down. This group, a project of Brendan's, was also members of the Lawrence Arms and the Falcon. This group, the Wandering Birds, is actually a rather eclectic group of collaborators and thematically relies on depravity and sleazy swagger. So we'll see their earlier stuff is actually their best stuff. And after a lot of sold-out shows and apparently a lot of time in dive bars and seedy hotels, well, Brendan's back with a new batch of rather illicit goods. <laughs> and his uh, co-conspirator on much of the material here is Nick Martin, active as a singer, performer, and also a filmmaker. They're, uh, Latest LP is called Keep Walking, Pal. <laughs> and uh, let's see. We heard Lay Me Down. You can find them on Twitter at Bad Sandwich. <laughs> Don't see a website or anything uh, from them just yet, but you may want to check them out on uh, Bandcamp. Brendan Kelly and the Wandering Birds. Half Gringa wearing white is what we heard from the songwriting project of one Izzy Olive. Izzy's work explores the confluence of Latin, uh, Latino and Midwestern identity. Her first album is called Grunona. Uh, a lot of uh, emotional wounds to pick at. That's what she offers in these songs. Memorials in the past revealed like mountains and dive bars, orchards, trains, expressways. Tiny Kitchens, Chicago, Caracas, and even Outer Space are also. Half Gringa. Halfgringa.com is H-A-L-F-G-R-I-N-G-A dot com. John Langford's Hillbilly Love Child. I Am a Big Town is the latest from John. He's been right there at the beginning for uh, his expression of music. Splits his hometown between Chicago and Newport in Wales. He founded the Ground Zero UK art punk collective, the Mekons, who many suggest went on to inadvertently turn a bunch of bunk, uh, punk rock snots like Bloodshot Rob into country fans with their seminal albums Fear and Whiskey and Honky Tonkin. He also founded noise rock progenitors, the Three Johns, and also countless collaborations with greats near greats and unheard of cult figures. In addition to being a solo artist, he's created lots of cover art, produced many records, and he lent his guitar to recordings by the old 97s, Rosie Flores, 
Mercedes, Sally Timms, Danbert Nobacon, Alejandro Escovedo, among others. He also draws a comic strip, writes books, appeared as the backing band on This American Life, and acts as a sort of Papa Bear figure to many of Chicago's musicians looking for direction and reassurance within the industry. And what I gave you there is, again, the tune, I Am a Big Town. Best place to find more details is right through bloodshotrecords.com. Highly recommend if you like Billy Bragg, Steve Earle, The Pogues, All 97s, and, well, The Mekongs, Nash. It's Miss Tammy Savoy. Not Tammy Savoy, but Miss Tammy Savoy. And the Chris Casello combo. Tune call If It's News to You, Miss Tammy Savoy. She was born and raised in St. Paul, Minnesota, and now calls Chicago home. She's been singing since the age of three in her church choir. She has toured with several elite bands, as well as providing vocals for various tribute artists, including many highly acclaimed Elvis and Ray Charles tribute acts, and also Bobby Wilson, son of the legendary Jackie Wilson. She's also performed to her very own tribute to Diana Ross, and was this year's Ameripolitan Music Award Rockabilly Female of the Year. Tammy and Chris Casella laid down original 40s, 50s, and 60s inspired music, as well as the sounds of early R&B, jump blues, rockabilly, and everything else along sides. Also in this group is Lance Lipinski. He's an original cast member, buying the spirit and music of Jerry Lee Lewis in the... Uh, Tony Ward winning Million Dollar Quartet, and also the Rockabilly Male winner in the 2017 Ameripolitan Awards. Tammy also shines in Lance's retrospective stage show called Rock Baby Rock, a musical biography of the golden age of rock and roll, performing the hits of the major artists from the 40s to the 60s. You can also catch Tammy performing with the Lovettes in their own stage show called Leaders of the Pack, the retrospective biographical concert celebration of the major female artists from the golden years of mid-century pop music, again, period of 1940s through the 1960s. Alongside, Tammy is well known for her vintage retro and pinup style, makeup and beauty, and her hair is all natural. She's also recognized as a positive spokesperson for numerous companies, particularly interested in vintage, retro, and pinup-influenced uh, style, clothing, and fashion, shoes, hair, and skin beauty products, house and home, music and film, and other related aesthetics. For her, it's all about being an old soul. MissTammySavoy.com M-I-S-S-T-A-M-M-I-S-A-V-O-Y.com Point and click. Wild Herb and the Free-For-Alls, the last... Honky Tonk in Chicago. WildHerb.com for much more of the story. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman, and we'll hear a lot more from this new compilation called Too Late to Pray, Define Chicago Roots, just released on BloodshotRecords.com. Give you more over the next uh, several shows. A little bit later, I'll give you music from a different compilation, Another edition of CD Focus, and uh, again, I'll tell you about how to submit music for future editions of this program. We'll get back to some more indie and up-and-coming artists in general, if they'll kick off with uh, 
an ensemble that I've known going back to the early days in uh, 2002. And they've released yet another new album called Miles of Blues. In fact, I remember actually playing a track from this album uh, some months back. I like this one here. This is called Funky Steampunk Blues. Something new from Professor Louie and the Chromatics. Steampunk Blues Dark heart, black heart, what's inside? You can have the blues, take them for a ride On a wild west engine all alone Shave my head, there was nothing to call She got big brown eyes and goggles too Laced up boots, kicking out the groove Steampunk blues bass. 
funky steampunk blues. Doing that funky steampunk blues.
If I can't have the time, I just won't get it right. I need all day, darling, the love you thought my mind. I'm on a slow burn. Takes time for my love to move. I'm on a slow burn. Buying up for you. I'll put some church into it. Stoke that fire hot Cause once I start to love you It's hard for me to stop I'm on a slow burn Takes time for my love to be I'm on a slow burn Biting up my wheel
There's a band from the Midwest called Giant's Chair. Their first album in 23 years being released. It's called Prefabalon. And that tune I was able to give you is called Kids Running. They were an influential emo band fronted by Scott Hobart. Contemporaries and tour mates of bands you've heard of like Jimmy World, The Assemblyman Plan, Hoover, Cap'n Jazz, Local H, No Doubt, Boilermaker, and more. They released a pair of albums on Caulfield Records in the 90s. They were part of the early emo scene. And apparently word has come that they have confirmed a series of shows in late November in support of the upcoming release. Three musicians got together to form a sound. Scott Hobart, as mentioned, guitar, lyrics, and vocals. And Byron Collum on bass. They both arrived to attend the Kansas City Art Institute in the fall of 1989. After a connection and several early band iterations in Kansas City, they opted for a move to uh, Byron's hometown of Green Bay, Wisconsin, the winter of 93, to play with drummer Paul Ackerman. They relocated back to Kansas City the following spring as Giants Chair with a debut 7-inch on Caulfield. And then soon after, they put together their uh, full-length debut album called Red and Clear, equal parts raw and refined. Many of their peers trended toward post-rock deconstruction in the following years. The Giants Chair followed with Purity and Control, the record that solidified their signature balance of tight rhythms and forward melodies. Simple hooks that collided with lush and layered sonic chords. For more than two decades, these albums have existed, and now the return of the band with the release of this highly anticipated new album on Spartan Records. Equal parts, early new wave, skate punk, prog, political folk, and also 70s and 80s album-oriented uh, rock music. Good stuff. Again, the album is called Prefabalon. <laughs> You can find them on the web at giantschair.com. We heard from Love Ghost once again, a tune called Bones from their debut EP under the title Love Ghost Volume 1. The group then, and I'm sure as now, made up of Finnegan Bell with vocals and guitars, El Sierra on the drums, and Max Toth on guitar, Will Toth on the bass. Loveghost.com is the website, and Twitter handle is loveghost underscore. November 27th, you're at the legendary Troubadour Tavern in Los Angeles. It's the one thing I see for them ahead. We heard the Hots before you from their self-titled EP, you can find them at thehotsofficial.com and also same spelling on Twitter. November 23rd, they play the Canyon in Santa Clarita, California. November 24th, at the Rose in Pasadena. Ace Freely of Kiss on the bill for those two shows. Mindy Eber and the Bone Shakers. Let me hear it from you from their prior album called The East-West Sessions. MindyAbear.com, MindyAbear on Twitter, 
spells her name M-I-N-D-I-A-B-A-I-R. Naturally, she's on the various saxophones. Randy Jacobs on guitar. Rodney Lee on keys. Derek Frank on bass. Thurgood Richardson on the drums. Sweet P. Atkinson lends some vocal chops, too. Mindy's husband, Eric, has spent his life managing some of the world's most prestigious wineries. Together, along with her life as a musician, writer, and recording artist, they've created a wine membership that pairs the best of both of their worlds, wine and music. Eric finds incredible wine, Mindy curates the artwork and music playlists to pair perfectly with each of their wines. And they ship to you four to five times a year. And they've started doing VIP wine and music tastings before just about every one of her shows. Next one is the Reading Blues Festival in Reading, Pennsylvania, November 23rd. After that one, is December 30th, that's New Year's Eve Eve, of course, for Rick Braun's New Year's Eve getaway. Start the party early in Tucson. Mindy sharing billing for her festival gig with Victor Wainwright and the train, along with the Burks Horns. Burks uh, Horns are in uh, Burks County, Pennsylvania. Location is the uh, Double Tree by Hilton Reading Grand Ballroom. The Hilton in in Reading. Before Mindy, we heard Lori. Lori Morvan. Gotta dig deep from her acclaimed album Gravity. Lori on guitar. And of course lead vocals. Bob Glab on bass. Tony Bronicle on the drums. Jim Hugh on the B3 organ, as well as the piano. Backing vocals by Maxine Lewis and Kudas and Kai. LaurieMorvan.com is spelled L-A-U-R-I-E-M-O-R-V-A-N.com and on Twitter at Laurie on Guitar. Lots of news from her and her camp, and here are some of the uh, highlights. Apparently there are some big festival gigs coming for 2020, one north of the 48 and one well south of it while still in the States. Some of the upcoming shows include November 24th, and she's a special guest with Tommy Marsh of another blues band of renown, appearing at Oak and Main in Ventura, California. Crooked Eye Tommy, name of the uh, Tommy's band. Among some of the announced shows for 2020, February, They'll be at the Powerhouse Pub in Folsom, California. March 21st, a pop-up dance party in Caspar, California. March 22nd, Half Moon Bay Brewing Company in Half Moon Bay, elsewhere in the Golden State of California. Also, there's an update to the uh, website with some new merch. And uh, again, more details at the website. Reverend Raven. And the Chain Smoking Altar Boys. Slow Burn from the album My Life, the 20th anniversary CD for the band. On that track, as with all of these, Rev Raven with guitar and slide and vocals. We also hear Big Al Groth on the sax. P.T. Peterson on bass. Bobby Lee Sellers Jr. on the drums. Danny Moore on piano and organ. 
website is reverendraven.com. You can also find him at rraven01 on Twitter. November 23rd at the Fat Seagull in Manitowoc in Wisconsin. Tonight stand at the Slippery Noodle Inn in Indianapolis, November 29th and the 30th. And before those Chain of Smoke and Altar Boys, we heard The Human Circuit, another track from their Electric City album. We heard Disclaimer on the web at thehumancircuit.org and on Twitter at human underscore circuit. I thought they had an upcoming show in November, but it looks like their next show won't be until December 7th. That'll be the uh, Independence Brewing Company, not far from here, in the city of Austin in Texas. Started this segment off with Professor Louie and the Chromatics. Funky steampunk blues from the relatively new album Miles of Blues. Personnel includes, of course, Professor Louie with keys, the Hammond organ and accordion, Miss Marie with vocals, piano, percussion, and some whistling here and there. Gary Burke on the drums, Frank Campbell on bass, John Platania with some extra guitars, Bobby Vandetta with some uh, guitars on top of all that. Backed by the Woodstock Horns, Nick Driscoll on soprano and tenor sax, Jim Buckley on the baritone sax, Danny Coyle on trumpet, and Chuck Smith on the trombone. ProfessorLouie.com, Professor Louie and the number one on Twitter. November 23rd, the band share billing with Elliot Landy. It's at the Egg at Empire State Plaza inside the Swire Theater in Albany as the band performed live to Elliot's iconic photos. Then December 13th, Professor Louie and the Chromatics with the Woodstock Horns special guest Jimmy Fleming for a birthday celebration for Rick Danko at an old spot called My Father's Place at the Roslyn Hotel in Roslyn, New York State. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman. Here in mid to late November 2019, myself and DJ Flower Dove, thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can hear this show anytime you want to hear some great music from the indie and established artists alike, often those who are touring. Shows are available to download, stream, and to share in full. Website, of course, is RadioCrystalBlue.net. You can also find me on Twitter at RadioCBLUE. There are many places to hear the show besides how are you hearing it right now. There's uh, Spotify, iTunes. There's, uh, of course, a way to access uh, Siri and other places. Anchor.fm gets a lot of credit because they help to get the show onto other podcast platforms. So go uh, support them, Anchor.fm. You can also pledge your financial support by going to this link, Anchor.fm slash Radio CBLUE slash support. Gonna change gears a little bit here and gonna share with you some music from Another great compilation of music, courtesy of Valley Entertainment, an indie label focusing on songwriter-oriented material, contemporary Irish music, and world music. Some years back, it acquired Hearts of Space Records, an extension of the long-running syndicated radio programs featuring what it's 
Paul Boosley, Space Music, Collection of New Age, Ambient, Electronic, World, and Other Genres. This compilation appears in three different segments, a portion of which I'll air for you right now. Part of the Hearts of Space label, launched in 1984, and if you listen to any amount of uh, public radio programming here in the States, you're probably familiar with Hearts of Space. I've been listening to it off and on since the 90s myself, and for the initiated, it's essentially one whole hour of programming with just the narrator, Stephen Hill, at the beginning and the end, telling you about the music and the overall concept and theme of the music. And it's just beautiful. As advertised, ambient, new age, Celtic, classical, experimental genres, often bridging ancient with modern futuristic sounds. Been a big fan of the show and a bit of an influence on this program. What I have from this compilation happens to come from the Hearts of Space label. I have spun music from the label a little bit here and there over the years, and one of those artists are part of the segment of songs I've got ready for you. We'll start off with one of the more popular artists on Hearts of Space itself, a gentleman who is based in Ontario and was known as Bassoonist, and I believe he makes that his instrument of focus. His name is Bill Douglas. This is the recording titled Angelico. Here on CD Focus on Radio Crystal Blue from a new compilation called Voyage 2, a Valley Entertainment Collection. Angelico. Thank you. 
beautiful music from the duo Coyote Oldman. Timeless is what we heard. This duo of New Age musicians are Native American flute players Barry Stramp and Michael Graham Allen. The name derived from the trickster archetype in Native American mythology. Michael met Barry at an Oklahoma City crafts fair. The music, as you hear, described as New Age electronica. They played Japanese and Indian flutes, Incan panpipes, ocarinas, and Native American pipes, as well as contemporary instruments like guitars and keyboards. Barry, a classically trained concert flautist, Michael, a manufacturer of handmade flutes, in addition to being a musician. Since 1987, they've released 12 albums. And I have one of those uh, recently released albums, which, if you'll recall some years back, served as closing music for editions of Radio Crystal Blue. CoyoteOldman.com for much more. C-O-Y-O-T-E-O-L-D-M-A-N.com David Darling, The Beauty of All Things. Website is DavidDarling.com. He has a long history to reference here. In short, a maverick cellist, as well as a Grammy-winning artist. He attended a college, earning bachelor's and master's degrees in music education, and during his college years, he founded a jazz ensemble playing piano, sax, and bass. He studied cello with internationally recognized artists like Lauren Monroe, Gilbert Reese, Fritas Mag, and Janos Starker, and also pursued studies in music composition. During these formative years, he also pursued athletic interests in many sports with a concentration in competitive tennis. He considers athletics and music to be kindred disciplines. He began his professional career as an elementary and secondary school orchestra and band conductor in the mid-1960s. He would later become faculty cellist, community college orchestra conductor, and music education teacher at Western Kentucky University. It was in the summer of 1970 he joined the Grammy Award-winning Paul Winter Consort making his home in Nashville. He served as assistant principal cellist with the Nashville Symphony Orchestra and worked as a studio session player in the Nashville recording scene, with the main focus being the consort, a rather progressive band for its time. The sound, a blend of jazz, classical, and world music, incorporating at times the voices and sounds of nature. He retired from the consort in 1987 to begin the exploration of a solo performance, teaching, and recording career. Just some of the names he has worked with include Paul Winter, Bobby McFerrin, Spiral Gyra, Peter Cater and R. Carlos Nakai, Joseph Firecrow, Arlo Guthrie, Baba Oladunye, Tomasina Levy, Louis Collins, and many, many others. His music has long been recognized and sought after by producers and directors in the film industry. Some films include Novelle Vague, Forever Mozart, Mostly Martha, and Eloge de l'Amour. His films with Wim Wenders include Until the End of the World and also Far Away So Close. American motion picture credits include Heat, directed by Michael Mann, starring, of course, Pacino and De Niro, 187, Going Under, Insider, and Equinox. There's so much more I could reference to you, but I'll tell you, though, it's quite a story for this uh, master of cello. David Darling daviddarling.com for much more. Bill Douglas started off this uh, short segment. In his story in brief, he's from Ontario. His earliest memory is playing in a one-man band with toy instruments when he was three, beginning piano at four, teaching himself ukulele and guitar when he was about eight or nine. At age 10 or 11, he 
started to write songs influenced by early rock and roll, and his two brothers and himself formed a band which performed these tunes and other rock songs from the 50s. He discovered bassoon at the age of 13 and became very interested in both classical music and jazz. His heroes in the genre, Bill Evans, Miles, and Coltrane. And he wrote his first jazz tunes at the age of 14. He even received an associate of the Royal Conservatory of Toronto diploma in classical piano at age 17. He got into 20th century classical music in the mid-60s and started composing pieces influenced by Anton Webern, Elliot Carter, and Igor Stravinsky, as well as such contemporary jazz artists like Paul Blay and Gary Peacock. He was fourth bassoon in the Toronto Symphony and often played jazz piano gigs on weekends. And ongoing through his formal education, he would also primarily teach at the California Institute of the Arts in the city of Valencia in the mid-70s and discovered African and Indian music, writing a series of rhythm studies for his students called Rock Etudes, later changing the name to Vocal Rhythm Etudes, influenced by African, Indian, and Brazilian music, as well as contemporary classical music, jazz, and funk, particularly the uh, sounds of Miles as well as Herbie Hancock from the 1970s. He would move to Boulder, Colorado to teach at Naropa University in the mid-70s, staying there until the year 2010, and he continued to tour and record with clarinetist Richard Stoltzman and his own groups until 2003. With Richard, he often played with bassist Eddie Gomez. Some of his students from Cal Arts moved to Boulder with him, and they formed the Boulder Bassoon Band, which played together for 20 years. Over the years, he's recorded 11 CDs of his music for the Hearts of Space label. Six of these have featured the Ars Nova Singers, conducted by Thomas Morgan. His primary musical activity since 2004 is composing music commissioned by classical musicians. Bill Douglas, Angelico, we heard. Website is BillDouglas.cc. The website for Valley Entertainment is valley-entertainment.com, Valley ENT, on Twitter. Along with the compilation for Bloodshot Records, we will hear both from both compilations over the next several editions of Radio Crystal Blue. And you should know that I'm consistently looking for new material as well as compelling compilation and concept albums that I can feature track for track over the course of a number of shows. Here's the uh, ground rules for submitting songs and albums. Music must be a 2019 release or otherwise from 2020, nothing from 2018. Music must be from active performing artists. The address to send CDs to is Dan Herman, Radio Crystal Blue, 1310 Bundrant Drive, 809 in the city of Colleen in Texas, 76543. Again, Dan, D-A-N, Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N, Radio Crystal Blue, 1310, Bundrant, B-U-N-D-R-A-N-T, Drive, 809 in Killeen, K-I-L-L-E-E-N, Texas, 76543. Yes, I do accept downloads. The music from downloads will debut on this, the main program. CDs get focused, for the most part, on RCB Novus Ordo, which is a separate show. I'm also accepting electronic press kits from two websites. They are musicsubmit.com and sonicbids.com. Check out the EPKs that come in and we contact artists directly. We get to our final 
segment of this uh, special edition of Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. We'll go back north, I suppose, north of the 48, though, to an artist that often performs in her adopted home base of New York City. Has the gig immediately coming, playing songs from a, an upcoming album to be titled Razor Wing Butterfly. Should be released sometime next year, and also screening a video of the first single from the album, video done by her husband, Billy Leroy, shot in Paris and elsewhere in uh, France. This is from Lorraine Leckie and her demons from the Rebel Devil, Devil Rebel album. This is called Rainbow.
together all the storms that we have weathered. Can you still believe that we're still here? Through the blessings and the curses for betters and worses, who'd have thunk we'd ride into the clear? But the world's so cold outside, you'd be always on my side. If I stumble blindly, you can make me see. Through thick and thin, you stayed all through my darkest days. How could you possibly be so good to me? How could you possibly be so good to me? No one thought that we would last this long. No one thought our love would be so strong. The only ones that ever dared to believe were you and me. But we were tougher slings and arrows we did suffer Scars we've got a few, but who has not? Words of love and words of anger Times of peace and times of danger Never take for granted what we've got With the world so cold outside It'd be always on my side If I stumble blindly, you could make me see Through thick and thin you stayed All through my darkest days How could you possibly be so good to me?
He was an Odessa boy. Daddy and the money play for Mojo. Back in the boom. He drove a Corvette. He took what he wanted, people. They learned to give him lots of room. You see, he never learned to work. Oh, but that never really mattered. Cause the dark crude flowed wild oats scattered. The dark crude flowed. He thought he flattened. And he got what he wanted. It was the only thing that mattered. Life was easy, the big jacks pump pulling cash from the Permian field. There were cabinets full of high-grade scotch garages, full of high-speed steel. You see, he never learned to work, oh, but that never really mattered. Cause the dark crude flowed the wild oats scattered, the dark crude was the only thing that mattered. Then he killed a girl, rolled a Corvette, daddy's money made her lawyers go away. His mother bought vodka with all that cash, she kinda knew. Yeah, she kinda knew.
Calculations of witchcraft awaken. Letter after letter threatened the family's shelter. 
Send two good friends And the laws were taken She wrote Herds of deer make rapper Decapitation banter Body parts should fly About grotesque yet stout And Draco the prophet, the seminary faucet Drinking the water from the holy hand Instructions from the maker, peel back all of the layers Of black magic blinding, blowing sand in our land Daughter of a pastor, one time for the master Leading the rescue of 500 Being labeled as a stalker Blasphemes holy talkers From her church And its loyal sponsors Ten minutes for the taking Of one family's free station Bizarre testimony No representation But she's convincing to no jury And she's certainly unhurried Jezebel has turned coat in a blazing ice-cold flurry And Draco the prophet, the seminary faucet Drinking the water from the holy hands Instructions from the maker Peel back all of the layers Of black magic blinding Blowing sand our land And Draco the prophet The seminary faucet Drinking the water from the holy hands Instructions from the maker Peel back all of the layers Of black magic blinding Blowing sand in our land Drinking the water from the holy hands Instructions from the maker Peel back all of the layers Of black magic blinding Blowing sand in our land Drinking the water from the holy hands Instructions from the maker Peel back all of the layers Of black magic lighting Blowing sand in our land And drink all the prophet The seminary closet Drinking the water from the holy hands Instructions from the maker Peel back all of the layers Of black magic lighting Drinking the water from the holy hands Instructions from the maker Peel back all of the layers Of black magic lighting Blowing sand in our land
There's a sparrow at my window and he's spoiling for a fight. He's attacking his reflection and he's puffing out with pride. He doesn't see the cat who's watching from the windowsill inside. She stares at him intently with her gorgeous golden eyes while he flaps and struts and chatters in a futile exercise. He can't banish the invader though he tries and tries and tries. He could have built himself a nest instead of battling the stranger. But the image in the windowpane is all that seems to matter. It's his enemy and nemesis to hate and fear forever. The cat is plump and glossy. She's prepared to bide her time until the sparrow falls exhausted to the ground. And then she stands and stretches out her back and takes herself outside.
Simon Mayor. Past three o'clock. My new album titled Winter with Mandolins. Simon created a real beautiful bell-like mandolin sound, as you can hear. This is a recording actually going back to 1992 with unusual and beautiful carols and seasonal instrumentals. This tune in particular is uh, traditional, but arranged by Simon himself. The website is simonmayor.com, S-I-M-O-N-M-A-Y-O-R, Simon Mandolin on the Twitter. Often performs with a fellow uh, label mate, Hillary James. Prior to Simon, we heard Sarah McQuaid, one sparrow down from her most recent recording, If We Dig Any Deeper, It Could Get Dangerous. SarahMcQuaid.com is S-A-R-A-H-M-C-Q-U-A-I-D. Same spelling on Twitter as well. Her repertoire includes traditional Irish and Appalachian folk songs, Elizabethan ballads, 1930s jazz numbers, some surprise covers, and lively guitar instrumentals. Some of her upcoming gigs overseas include November 24th, Folk by the Green at the Sargent's Memorial Hall at Broadfield on the Green in Northampton. November 24th at the Green Dragon Inn in Hardraw in Hawes in Leyburn, North Yorkshire. Monday the 25th at the Green Room at the Plaza in Stockport. November 28th at the Hat Factory in Luton. November 29th at the Old Baptist Chapel in Tewkesbury in Gloucestershire. Or Gloucestershire, pardon me. November 30th at Sturt's Studio, Upton Cross, Liscard in Cornwall, and more to come. She was recently honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award by the Ards International Guitar Festival in Northern Ireland. And a lot more where that came from. Sarah McQuaid, real special talent. As is Michael G. Ronstadt, Andre Go the Prophet, going back to his Foolish Fox CD. MichaelRonstadt.com, MG Ronstadt on the Twitter. November 27th, he's part of the group Long Haul Paul at the Key Palace Theater in Red Key in Indiana. Michael joining on cello. November 29th, he's part of the Chris Corner Trio at Union Terminal in Cincinnati. Staying there in Cincinnati a second night for Jazz at the Red Balloon Series with Dick Soros on guitar. That's on November the 30th. Michael part of any number of projects these days. Holly Clough, Monte Carlo from the Nashville EP. hollyclough.com, H-O-L-L-Y-C-L-O-U-G-H.com. I am Miss Holly on Twitter. November 25th, you can see our next at the Bebop in Boston. November 29th at the St. George River Cafe in Warren, in May. Outside of music inspiration, she's also getting into stuff like essential oils. And she shared with her uh, list and with me about the effects of citrus aromatherapy and also uh, dealing with the trappings of oily skin and also about a product she uh, is called Dr. Dennis's Pore Perfecting Serum. Apparently it works really well. She's still working on her next upcoming project, though she's added some new demos from the last couple of years to her website and also on 
SoundCloud. Find out more through her website about that and also the other products. Sam Baker, Odessa, from his brand new album, Horses and Stars. SamBakerMusic.com. Sam Baker Music on Twitter, as he does all the music, as you expect, across this album. Did recent shows in Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, and Florida, and lots of shows in November. Also doing a songwriting workshop in Aberdeen, North Carolina. Actually, that's past tense, pardon me. Upcoming shows in November include the Frog Pond at Blue Moon Farm in Silver Hill, Alabama. That's on November 24th. And November 26th at McGonagall's Muggy Duck in Houston. They'll be touring in the Netherlands and United Kingdom early next year. Selected for a showcase at Americana Fest UK. Details to come for that one. Also, he's working on some spoken word pieces, and I guess we'll see where that leads. Slade Cleaves, So Good to Me, from the album Ghost on the Car Radio. SladeCleaves.com, S-L-A-I-D-C-L-E-A-V-E-S. On Twitter at Slade C. After this run of shows this uh, month, they'll sell in for the winter and work on some new songs, book new tours, and pick stuff up around the house. Tour season starts again late March. With shows in the works that include Southwest, Southeast, Colorado, New England, and of course in Texas. He'll be at the Saxon Pub in Austin for Thanksgiving Eve. Day after Thanksgiving at Sam's Burger Joint in San Antonio. And speaking of the Monkey Duck, he'll be there Saturday after Thanksgiving. Start our final segment off with Lorraine Lucky and her demons, Rainbow, from the Rebel Devil, Devil Rebel CD. LorraineLucky.com L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E L-E-C-K-I-E dot com Same spelling on Twitter. Playing November 24th with the Grasping Straws also on the bill. Great spot for live music called the Mercury Lounge on East Houston Street in New York City. And uh, don't get it wrong, there is a difference. Houston, not to be confused with Houston. And more shows to come and of course I'll get you that new album whenever it becomes available to uh, this program. Now I'll put the cap on the bottle. Fine show, start to finish, and looking forward to giving you more music from Bloodshot Records as well as from Valley Entertainment on the next several editions of Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman here, you there. Thanking you in advance for listening, whether it's on Spotify or iTunes or Anchor or any of the other places that you typically hear podcasts through and in. Till next time, do be well. Stay safe. Namaste.